0: Welcome back, sweeties. This is your host, London Allais, and this is the Eye Candy Podcast. Let's get into the episode. Welcome back, you guys, to another episode of the Eye Candy Podcast this is episode 10 and yes this is my second video on YouTube no one's seen me besides the one I did with Michaela. no one's seen me solo dolo but this is my first one so hello and it's kind of awkward so I'm not gonna lie because I've never been solo on a mic on YouTube but thank you for everyone that subscribed to me I see all you guys comments Um, I love that you guys love that episode. I obviously want to bring out more content for you guys, but yeah (laughs) Oh my gosh, so let's start with this First of all, welcome back. It's a great day to be alive. It's a great week. Happy pride We love that for all of you. I love all of you Every single one of you guys they them she her whoever we love you and this is the month appreciative appreciating you and just showing love to you guys. So, hopefully you guys are always have hopefully you guys are all having wonderful days. Um it's been kind of a crazy week in my life. I'm not going to lie. Super crazy. And not much has been going on. I got Monday off. Today's Monday, so that's why I'm coming to you live on a Monday night. Um, So I got a Monday off because we observed Juneteenth the day after because most people don't work on Sundays. Um, So, yeah. Oh, happy Juneteenth. Juneteenth, too. We love Juneteenth. So happy Juneteenth. Happy Pride Month. Happy everything to all my lovey-doveys and my sweethearts because that's what I call the loveys. (laughs) I'm sorry, y'all. I just. Okay. So it's just been a crazy-ass week. Let me just fucking say that. Do you ever feel like you're not? I'm just gonna go on a little mini rant before we get into this episode. Do you ever feel like you're not in control of your life? Like shit just keeps happening, and you're like, when does it end? This better be a comeback story. This better be an underdog story I can tell to my kids or tell five years down the line to inspire somebody because I didn't sign up for this shit. I didn't sign up to do this. Like, literally, bro. What? What the fuck is happening? That's how I feel. I'm like, what is happening? I'm lost. I'm a little lost. Not totally, it could be worse, it could be way worse, but it's a lot of shit going on, okay? Left, right, up, down, it's just, ugh, I'm over it, I'm tired, I'm, I'm tired, let me just say that again. I needed to stop, and I'm trying my best here, but it's not going anywhere. I just feel like, I feel like as a parent, and I hate to say this, I think I'm like getting on their ass and they're going to listen to me and then they backdoor and do some dumb shit again. And I'm like, I thought I ate that up and you decided to do it again. Like, I'm always thinking I'm making a point. This person gets it. This person gets it. Whatever. We're getting somewhere. It gets. It's not getting anywhere. Nowhere. Nowhere at all. That's why I feel like my life is at right now. Like, where are we going with this? You know what I'm saying? Like, when is when is this chapter over? Because it has yet to halt. We just keep going on this constant climax. It's always something different. When does the bitch get a break? That's what I want to know. But besides the point, we're here and we're live, and I'm about to get Olive Garden. I'm sitting in my room with Baloo in Mowgli. Yes, I name my bears, and yes, this will be where I film my episodes let me go let me tell you guys something else so for my audio listeners who are used to the audio I have a YouTube channel so go follow me for video content on icandypodcast.com why don't I just give a fucking website that's how you know I'm just everywhere go follow me on my YouTube channel at icandypodcast and see some video content I already have one video up I think it was episode five or six I did with Michaela the YouTuber it was super fun she's super sweet so if you haven't already go check that out But that's why you hear me talking about audio and stuff. But anyways, back to my visual watchers, I bought like a webcam because I'm like, why? I don't have a camera just yet. But I was like, if I'm just doing like sit down, talk videos, why not buy a webcam? It'll already be on the computer, edit whatever I need to do, blah, 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 blah. So that's basically what I'm doing right now. I have a webcam, but the struggle was real for a while because the webcam wouldn't sync. It wouldn't sync, and it was like 4K Ultra HD, and I have a Mac, but for some reason, it just kept doing like slow movements. Like I would literally be like this, move back, and it took like 10 seconds to catch up, so super laggy, but I finally figured it out and finally found software, so that's why you guys haven't been getting visuals, and I've always had the YouTube channel, but it's okay, because we're back, and we're better, and yes, I do have a fat-ass pimple on my face, so... For those of you watching, please don't say shit, okay? I see it too, okay? Love you, and thank you for telling me, but please, it's been one hell of a day. But back to what we were talking about, um, yeah, nothing's going on. I'm ready for July 4th, and what did I do yesterday? So we had, I attempted to go out with my friends. We tried going, again, yesterday was a Sunday. I attempted to go out with my friends, and we went to this one, would it be considered what? We went to this one bar it closed at 12 a.m and we were literally stepped foot outside at 12 a.m because most bars close at 2 a.m in Houston and they said no bitch it's still a Sunday forget the fact that it's Juneteenth we're closing at our usual time so we had to go to a plan b so we decided to go to um I was about to say two bars but no we went to one one after that so we went to this one rooftop bar it's always a vibe but the music is just not our type of vibe um, it's not even giving house, it's just giving electronica DJ, and I would be here for it if it was still 2016, but I'm just out of that phase right now, so I'm not here for it. Um, It was cute, it was cute, the drinks were cute, if you saw, follow me on Instagram, you saw the pictures, It's it was giving, but it it's just not, like, we're like twerkers, you know, not shufflers, and that's just what it was giving, it was just giving like shuffle, um, shuffle at a festival, not, you know... Throw it back. So you know it was cute. Then after that we went, we went home. (laughs) We just went home. So after that we went home, and I believe we got food. I'm not sure. No, we didn't. We ate here. But yeah, we were all like kind of zombies yesterday. It's funny because we all just kind of came together and just looked like we got hit by a train and had to get up and do our nine to five the next morning when we were just forcing ourselves to go out because we wanted to celebrate Juneteenth, but it was worth the effort. I didn't do shit today. I was off today. Didn't do shit. Excuse me for the cleave. Um, we didn't do shit today and that's okay. You know, there was a lot of shit going on today in my world. (laughs) Uh, but it's been pretty chill. I would say being on the mic and talking to you guys is probably the highlight. So love to be here. Love talking to you, but yeah, that's honestly been my weekend. I have to work tomorrow and all week, but I think I get another half day another day off I think I do so I guess we'll find out but um another thing I have a post on Instagram that's been blowing up I'm at like I think almost 60k if not have already hit 60k likes and half a million views and it's giving me over 200 300 followers it's just a reel um of the relatable Ricky Thompson and people thought it was funny because I did some text over it like when you blah 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 like a meme I guess you could say and people loved it and I've been getting followers from it and I love that so welcome to all the people that are listening now I think the thing that I have trouble with on my Instagram is like showing my face because I want people to visually see me so I did a lot of that on my story because hi how are you this is what I look like and I feel like a lot of people don't know I think that's important to know what that person looks like and not just what they sound like. So you guys are going to be seeing a lot more of me. I know it. I feel like that's my biggest flaw with my whole podcast is kind of just like connecting and I can connect on the mic, but I have to connect other places like you guys have to see me. And I know it. So we're going to work on it. That's my summer project with this podcast because oops. I want it to be fun, <laughs> guys. If you don't know, you know, what? I'm not going to say that. I don't have to expose everything that I'm doing right now. Um But I'm gonna do it anyway my laptop is on my chair because I was like the only setup I could do I bought this thing (sighs) I bought this thing sorry I'm just thinking about something else I bought this thing it's like a standing desk and it has two levels because I thought I was gonna sit down and do it but for some reason I found it more comfortable to be on the floor which is definitely me because I'm always on the floor and not in my bed Uh, I'm quirky or whatever but um (laughs) Yeah, so I bought it for no fucking reason. So my setup is a little ghetto, but it honestly works, and I love it, and it's comfortable. So this will be the setup. I do want to add some stuff behind here too, so I'm looking forward to doing that. But anyway, um, we're just going to move right into the wellness check. Let's just flow right into it. So I feel like mentally, like last episode I talked about like how I was struggling with anxiety and depression, and having those like episodes and stuff. And I feel like now it's like, I'm I'm good. I feel good. I, I'm not prescribed for this, like I said last week, but I have those moments where it feels like the world is just crumbling and I don't know what to do or that stuck feeling you feel when you're like depressed or always highly anxious about something. What's so weird about my anxiety, it's like it happens right before something is about to happen. It's like discerning something it's like my discernment kicks in like an hour or two before it happens. Like yesterday I had anxiety and I was like, what's this fucking feeling? I'm just laying down on my bed. And now I know like kind of what to do to kind of like chill myself out and not panic. Um, And I'll just, you know, lay down and say like, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. But I really try to find the root cause of like, why am I so anxious right now? And long and behold, something had happened later that night. So I, that was the reason for my anxiety. And I've noticed a pattern like why my anxiety like it's not a trigger either it just happens and i'm like it's a good i guess it's a blessing and a curse because it's just like okay i like the fact that like it's just like this Ooh, something's gonna happen feeling like spidey senses almost um i've heard somebody say like they get these spidey senses and i guess kind of that's what it is i don't really like the feeling but you know it definitely equates it, it feels something like that and um the depression I think is definitely like more of a mental thing. Like I feel like I'm not doing enough and this and that. And I just fall into these like really bad little holes that I can't crawl out of easily. Um, I would say maybe easier than other people probably, you know, struggle with crawling out of. Like some people probably have a way worse time than me. So I don't even want to make it seem like it was super bad because it really wasn't. But it just felt hard to me because I'm not used to having those feelings. I don't really struggle with that on a day-to-day basis so it was it was a new feeling it was like why do I feel like this you know what I'm saying so I was so confused you know and now this week I feel like it's just a lot of revelation stuff like I feel like I let a lot of things go over my head and not because I'm stupid or ditzy but it's because I don't want problems or I don't want conflict I'm all about my peace and maintaining my peace and cultivating peace I just don't want to be a part of any drama. I don't want to be a part of, like, I just don't want issues, right? Like, and it doesn't even have to do with, like, a certain person. Or maybe it does. Fuck it. I don't know. It's just, like, me. Like, I need to start handling situations better. And I do my best. And I think sometimes I equate handling situations better to not saying anything. And I feel like that's not the best way to handle things. Like, if there's an issue and there's something wrong, I need to say something. and I need to stop being so scared to say something. Like my mom told me like the other day, or maybe I said it to her, but I've heard it. And I think I was, it came up on our conversation. I said, or she said, you're always going to be the villain in somebody's story and you have to be okay with that. And it's not even like you did something wrong or like you meant to hurt someone's feelings. But at the end of the day, you can't be the good guy in every situation. And I think it's because I'm, I, I don't like to claim that like I have people pleasing traits, but I feel like we all do. I feel like all of us want to please someone, whether it's the whole world or a specific person we all want to please someone to a specific degree and that's something that I feel like I'm you know trying to overcome because I never noticed it as a huge trait of mine until I got older and I was like I thought I was a little bit more direct than this and I'm definitely not I think I can when I want to be and when I am direct I make my point and people get it but I think what did my mom say she says that um Is it overcompensating or something? I don't know. I just tend to like, I tend to like give people chance after chance. So I'm like, I made my point and it sounds good. And then I do, I let that person do it again, or I let it happen again, or I don't say anything about it. And that's something that I'm really working on changing is just kind of like how I handle conflict and how I handle things that I don't accept. Like, it's okay to say this isn't right and set those boundaries for yourself. So that's was a lot but literally what I'm going through right now and it's just I'm happy that I'm realizing these things obviously like at the early age of 21 because I want I I'm not perfect either so I'm not saying like this is a blame game to anyone um, but that's just something I have to work on doing for me because I I tend to like to take on a lot of shit and then everybody else I'm like okay great so everybody else is okay and then London suffering the fucking feeling of like wow this shit sucks so i'm definitely working on being better at that for myself but overall i would give kind of like my honestly my physical health has felt way better i was suffering with vertigo i talked about that in last week's episode and i get like what i'm noticing is i get episodes of vertigo when i stare at the um my computer screen for a long time and it goes away like once i sit down and stuff so it's definitely like comes and goes it's not I don't know how to explain it. I think it was that week I was just kind of like Ugh, out of it but I noticed when I sit at my computer screen for a while and it might be my prescription I also have one eye that's like totally blind and the other one is like totally okay so one eye is doing most of the work and the other one isn't I feel like that has a lot to do with that too it was like my vision and stuff and my sense of balance so I need to get my eyes checked out which I feel like is the reason why because I'm Overall, healthy. I went to the doctor like a month before that and they checked everything. So, and then even before that, they checked stuff. So, I, it's funny because vertigo, you feel, well, at least my symptoms, like I don't feel sick. I just feel like out of it, you know, like I'm not coughing. I don't have a headache. It's just like this feeling. It's the worst feeling ever. It's literally so bad, but I'm not suffering with that anymore. So, thank God for that. But my physical health has felt pretty good. I'm getting back into working out, like I said. I got this really cool scale, and the scale tells you your BMI, your visceral fat, which is the fat on the outside of your stomach, ooh, or is it the inside? It's one or the other. I think I just reversed it. But um, and then it tells you your muscle mass, your body water percentage, how old your metabolism is. It was like thirty dollars and had like two hundred k views on Amazon. Um, I think it's called the Renfo scale. If anybody's interested, but. Honestly, I haven't had one in a minute because I was scared to see my weight because know, I know I've gained weight significantly, even if people don't realize it. Um, I've gained a lot of weight and some people argue it's gone in the right places. I mean, my ass is pretty fat, so that's cute. But the downside of that is I do have a fucking stomach and I've always had like a smaller stomach. So that's hard for me to kind of you know, come to terms with. But I'm getting older. I think the hardest thing about the scale, it told me I had a metabolism age, a metabolic age of a 27-year-old. I'm 21. And I guess the way to fix that is like exercising more and training your metabolism to burn fat faster so you can go back to your age. And then I had my roommate, Rachel, step on the scale. It was her age. And then uh, my boyfriend stepped on the scale and his was like five years younger than him. He's 21 and his metabolic age is like 18. So I'm like... You know, you look, y'all think it's so fun being thick. And I know that the scale is like just talking scientifically. Like I'm perfectly healthy when I go to the doctor. They literally tell me like they'll take all the tests and they're like you're a perfectly healthy person. But the scale literally tells me I'm obese. And that shit sucks to see, bro. Or it's like it tell, it has like yellow, green, and red. And it tells me I'm on that little like right there, like on that line of like normal and obese, and I'm like, I'm obviously, if you look at me like, you know, I'm a thicker person, but I think 600 pounds is considered obese. Not what I am. Not 170 something. That is not obese. I guess for my height for 5'3", that's bigger than normal, bigger than what I was. But child, I just I take you take it with a grain of salt and I just focus on the things that are important, the body water percentage, uh, my metabolic age what else did they tell me? My muscle mass, my bone mass, a lot of stuff was in green. Like the the good thing, like the important things that are not scientifically kind of, um, put in this box, they were all in the green. So that was good. But like the weight was like in the red and then what else was in the red? It was like a bunch of other shit. I think even my stomach fat was in the red. So like that obviously is what I, you, you get it, but Um, that's something i'm working on i'm really excited to have it though because I was scared of the scale and now i'm not um, but I just don't want to have an addiction of like stepping on it every day and it's starting so That's probably the only thing i'm scared about anyway That is the end of my wellness check. I've been doing pretty good. My physical health feels good. My mental feels good I just have a lot of things to work on within myself and a lot of things to come to terms with And yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed this little segment. I need to stop showing my boobs Hopefully see Hopefully you guys enjoy, um, this little segment and you guys are taking care of yourselves. Um, I love you guys. Stay strong. That was so cliche. I'm sorry. Um, be good to yourself. I like to say that. Be good to yourself. Take care of yourself and be patient with yourself. And with that being said, we are going to move straight on to what caught my eye this week. I think I'm just going to flow right through this shit. Okay. So TV and movies. So about two weeks ago, I watched this show called what happened to Monday and it's basically about a society where it's overpopulation and you can only have one kid per couple. And this man, this man's daughter um, had, I don't know what you call it. There was seven, seven sets of twins, not seven sets of twins. Like there were all twins, but there were seven of them and they were all ident- seven identical twins. There we go. So yeah, this man's daughter has seven identical twins. I think she died at birth. Um, and he ended up being a grandpa to all of them, obviously. And he takes them all in. He has to hide them underground. He hides them for like 20 something years. Um, I think like 27 years or something like that. And he names them each the day of the week so they can all go out into society on their day of the week. So what happens is one day, Monday leaves outside and never comes back. So the whole movie is about each day of the week, trying to figure out what happened to Monday. It literally caught me, like, it had me glued to the TV for the entire time. Like, I was stuck two hours and didn't pick up my phone not one time. You know the movie's good if I don't pick up my phone and didn't do it. I didn't do it, guys. It was so good, and you can find the movie on Netflix. I think it was made in 2017. I found out about it because I saw it on Twitter, and somebody was like, this plot is phenomenal. And I was like, oop, per," adding it to my list because I've literally watched every TV show out there. That's a lie. I've watched everything that I consider good, and now I'm just struggling to see and find what to watch. So that was a really good watch. I would give it a solid 8.5 out of 10. It was a really good movie. I think it I think it ended well. I'm just sad about the people that have died in it, so I think that's why I give it the score I do. But other than that, I would give it a 9 out of 10. I would give it a 9. Nothing's perfect. I, I've yet to see a movie that was a 10 out of 10. Yet in my... 16 Candles was a 10 out of 10. I guess I have, but that's just because it makes me nostalgic. But anyway, what happened to Monday on Netflix? Find it, watch it, and let me know what you think. Let's talk about pop culture. Honestly, I had on my list to talk about Amber Heard and her little press tour after she lost the case. I honestly don't give a fuck anymore because I made this outline like a week ago, and I don't care. It's just... At this point, take your L and move the fuck on. I'm just so over it. And it's not even, like, there was a lot of heavy topics talked about during this whole trial, so it's not even like I'm condoning the things that Johnny has done. Where he was wrong, he admitted to being wrong, and he stood on it. She has yet to say where she was wrong. And I think that's the problem, and that's what people are looking at. Also, her metadata wasn't fully passed over, and we never saw evidence of all these crazy things that have happened. Like, no one's ever seen evidence, and I'm just gonna leave it at that I'm being nosy was Johnny always right no he wasn't but he admitted to that and I'm happy that he spoke his truth and until and until she's able to prove some shit and come out with some shit I am just team Johnny and that's that the Marilyn Monroe dress is damaged and this also happened like a week ago so I kind of don't care but I honestly don't care in general that it's damaged I just don't give a fuck at this point it's like like honestly guys if we really look at it we're really pressed that a dress that was worn on a beautiful white woman may I add is damaged like it's a piece of history and it's beautiful history you act like they can't recover the dress like they can't repin the shit back on there and fucking fix the seams isn't that their damn job Like, if anything, be mad at Ripley's Museum for letting Kim Kardashian wear it, not Kim Kardashian for wearing it and wanting to wear it. Because, bitch, if you had the money, you would do it too. So, to me, it's just not making enough sense. It's honestly stupid that the internet loves to argue about dumb shit like this. And sometimes I feel like, do I not care enough about, like, certain issues? I just don't care about dumb shit. Honestly, let the girl be. She looked cute in it. Was it the best outfit of the Met Gala? No, it was... It was not underwhelming, but it was beautiful. Like Kim Kardashian is literally so pretty, but it was cute. I think in my opinion, if the whole world was going to give a fuck and do all this shit, she should have just made an exact replica of the dress. And that was that. I get it. It was more of a statement to wear at the Met Gala, a costume party, literally Marilyn Monroe's dress. But I guess she doesn't give a fuck. I was like, but at the cost of the heat, who gives a fuck? She's like a billionaire, so I don't give a fuck. She was beautiful in it. Get the fuck over it. If you're not going to repurpose it, the material yourself, just get over it. I don't care, okay? I don't care, guys. Um, One down, Justin Bieber, half his face is paralyzed. I think he's doing good, though. So all praying for Justin Bieber's recovery. I wasn't a, what do y'all call the Bieber fans? A believer. I wasn't a believer per se, but I did have my phase where I was, like, highly obsessed with everything that he was doing and found it, Oh, it was the phase, um, it was the swag phase where we were using that word. It was the light skin Justin Bieber phase. Uh he was giving spicy white, so I loved it. But yeah, so I'm praying for him. That's honestly really sad to see an icon like down like that and he's not able to sing. But supposedly he's feeling good according to his wifey Hailey Bieber. Speaking of Hailey Bieber, she came out with road skincare, honestly, manifesting that I get in the future, like a road PR package when she comes out with more because I'm all about my skin. I'm not wearing any makeup right now, guys. (laughs) Sorry. I just, here's what I'm worried about. Like, making videos now, I have these moments where (laughs) I'm kind of exposing myself. I have these moments where I'm, like, I think acting like a pick-me girl is really fucking funny. And I'm scared that people are going to, like, make, eventually make, like, comp not that I'm important or anything right now, but, like, eventually people are going to make videos like, oh, she's such a pick-me, ew. I'm just like, (laughs) it's just funny acting like it like that's kind of like my it's kind of like my personality trait a little bit pretending to be a pick me but who gives a fuck I don't care anyway um road skincare just came out honestly that little honey glaze shit that she made I need it and I also love that she made it all under $30 and what is sustainable like I don't know sustainable for the people so we love that speaking of skincare skin by Kim Kardashian came out it's getting a lot of heat it's refillable but it's expensive as fuck and I want to try it if it's free and I get a PR package you know what they should have did they should have did like the little packets where people could try it like the dollar package you used to be able to buy where you were able to try products before you bought them where did my my mom used to have a bunch of them like hair care products and shit or like skincare like you know they put skin masks in little packets they should do that and they should put them in stores so people can try it before they buy it because if they love it then they'll keep getting it i'm like one of those pr people on tiktok that was actually smart as fuck that's smart as fuck she should just do that she should have like a launch party or like have um pop-up shops where she just gives she has the money to do it just give out the free little packet thingies like why not i just don't understand like you can do that people can try it if someone's obsessed with something they're going to keep getting it but let the person try it first you know what i'm saying whatever kim kardashian knows what she's doing i mean she made a billion dollars so on everything so i'm i trust her but we're gonna segue right into music what i'm listening to i have my phone right here and i'm going to pull up a song that i'm listening to right now oh my god how did i forget the new drake album came out and boy do i have thoughts i have so many okay So everyone kind of hates it because it's not typical Drake. It's house music. I'm a house girly. I fuck with the house music. I fuck with the New York beats. I fuck with the... Like that, to me, it's giving summertime. I feel like it's summer 16 again. We're just in a different phase of the world. Just Just a moment of silence for the fucking song. Like, honestly the whole album is just so beautiful to me and it's not typical drake like you guys had lover boy y'all don't have to have everything like he literally gave you lover boy tons of features all the fucking beach all the iconic music and all the hits let him do his little house music album because when everybody else starts hopping on the house wave which i think it's a house summer bitches you remember how summer 16 was um like latin beats. It is a house summer. Drake just set the fucking trend. I kid you not. We're going to talk at the end of the summer. I kid you the fuck not. Everyone's going to be making house music. If not, I'll look stupid. But I feel like it's going to happen. I really feel like it's going to happen, guys, and I'm hoping it does because I love Excuse me. I love house music. Um my favorite song, okay, so at first I was obsessed with Flights booked but then okay so flights booked was my first obsession but now I think it's sticky but if I have to put in order my top three songs sticky flights booked and chimmy cooks that's my top three songs I don't want to get flagged but I do want to put like a little snippet I think if it's like two seconds I won't get flagged I'm not gonna do it but um yeah I'm here for it I can't wait for summertime so we can listen to more house music. Sticky on Drake's new al- um album Honestly Never Mind is it's giving it's doing Am I the only one who thinks that he just dropped it out of nowhere though? Like he just kind of dropped it and was like, "Okay, bye." Like I didn't know he was dropping an album, but I'm also like not looking at shit like enough to like keep up like when people are dropping shit or not, but Girl, this album is so good. Honestly, I love it. But like I said, I'm a house girl, so y'all just kind of be mad. <laughs> this is my type of party, baby. But anyway, we are done with what caught my eye this week. We just talked about a lot of shit, y'all. We just talked about a lot of shit, and we're gonna keep it the fuck going. So let's just segue to down the Reddit hole. So I saw this um Reddit. What do you call it? It's not a Reddit thread. I've been doing this for how long? And I always get it wrong. I saw this Reddit post and somebody asked, what are some signs when you're on a date with someone that it's not safe to go home with them? And I was like, this is a really good question because a lot of us are dating again. COVID is kind of over, kind of not. Don't cancel me. Um, And you guys need to be safe because it is a crazy ass world on here. Y'all, me and my friends almost got snatched up at a taco truck in broad daylight. Like, no kidding. We almost got snatched up in broad daylight. Some dude was trying to talk to my, story time. Some dude was trying to talk to my friend. He's like, oh, you're, where are you from here? And did da, da da It was like some chunky Mexican dude. Whatever. And I'm like, oh, he's just, you know, probably talking to us, like, chilling, whatever. But he's, like, really interrogating the fuck out of her. And he just pulled up out of nowhere also. Like, just out of the fucking blue. And I was like, what the, f-? okay. You don't ask questions. Like, you just, whatever. We're all here for tacos. We're all minding our fucking business. <sighs> Hello? I'm okay, coming. Hello. Bye. We're going to keep this shit roll. Really quick. You all well, no, I, I read. I'll in a minute. Just let me finish this. Cause I have to this out. <clears throat> Anyways, so, yeah, he came up to her first, and he was just asking her questions or whatever. And me and my friend in the car are looking like, you know, cause it, it, he wasn't looking like my friend's type. So I'm like, it's, you know, you look you're shooting a little too high, buddy. But hey, not my business. I just let him do what he did. And it was broad daylight. Also, there was people out. So I was like, what's the harm in it? She's continue the conversation. Then she walks to the car uncomfortably and we get the memo. So we're like, okay, whatever, whatever. So we sit in there, he gets in his truck. But one thing we noticed is that he has yet to order any tacos. And I was like, okay, this is getting a little weird because you didn't order anything. But we're, we're all sitting in our car at this point trying to figure out what the fuck happened. We're just, we literally look like we just woke up and just got tacos. And some dude, it wasn't even like he was trying to be cute. He was being creepy. Like he was asking her questions. Are you from here? What's your name? Da-da-da-da. Can I have your Instagram? And I think the inst- he says something. And it was just, she immediately was just like, okay, bye. You know? So I get out and get my tacos, walk back to the car, ready to leave. And he opens his door and he's like, hey, your friend says she's not from here, but I'm assuming you live in Houston. Can I get your number? I said, no. And I get back in the car and we drive off. And she, w- they were like, what the fuck did he say? I said, bro, he tried to hit on me. So we dip because we're like, okay, it's time to fucking go. This is not the vibes. And we dip off and he puts on his lights to back out too. And when, <laughs> my friend said, book that hoe. We done ran over every damn curb. We was scared of shit, y'all. It was broad daylight. Like, What the fuck are you going to do, number one? Number two, you literally pulled in to fucking hit on us? Like, it's getting really weird out here, y'all. Be safe. But on the topic of this Reddit, I feel like that was just a very fitting story. On the topic of this Reddit, I feel like we all know, like, red flags immediately. Number one, there's always a red flag of if they have dirty fingernails or not. Let's talk about the physical red flags. If their air forces are dirty, that's a red flag. Like, come on, just it didn't it doesn't take long to bleach the air forces or whatever you have to do. Like little things like that if if there's something if there's a stain on your shirt. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's just shit like that that I you look at and you're like, "Ooh, red flag. There's something about hygiene. There's something there's something not clicking here." If they're musty, that's a red flag. I would just get up and leave. You know what I'm saying? But if we want to talk about like things to actually look for in a person, number 1, not respecting boundaries on the first date. So, I remember somebody telling me a story about a date that they went on and the person was just like overly affectionate on the first date and she wasn't giving off that vibe like he was putting his arm around her touching her ass taking pictures of her on her phone he was he took her phone and took a picture on it like just doing shit out of line and obviously again there was no boundaries set on the date but bitch it's the first date relax okay relax chill the fuck out so it was giving like you've never been on a date before or talk to a bitch as bad as me and you need to pipe the fuck down um so obviously not respecting boundaries I feel like that's the number one thing I look for on a first date also it's like what are first dates nowadays is it like going out to dinner and or going for like you know what I'm saying like what are first dates I just think like somebody letting you make the move as a female is the best indicator that they respect you and they respect your boundaries because a lot of dudes out here just be doing shit and it's just like okay okay are you even looking to see if I want this back? Come on, let's start using our brain. So I think kind of someone with like taking their time opening doors and shit, that's something you look for. Not the if they don't open your door. It's not a major red flag to me. Like, can it be looked as, as rude? Yeah, you know, but it's not like a must. Like you don't have to open my car door. Like I have it. I got it. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like, we all have different things that we look out, But I think the one thing is just respecting boundaries. Like, if you're doing all this shit, like, I can't imagine what it will be like if we're in private. You know what I'm saying? So definitely be careful about who you go home with. On the first date, I wouldn't say, like, oh, you can't go home this day. If you feel comfortable, then do what you want to do. But for me, I'm, like, very, like, oh, okay, it's nice. It's like, I'm not going to anybody's house. Like, no. I've never been to no one's house. I'm scary as fuck, and I live in a city. I'm not going to anyone's crib on the first date. I'm just saying that. But also somebody that is um aggressive. So someone who's, like, aggressive when they talk or, like, just aggressive in general. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Just, like, an, a really aggressive personality. To me on a first date, it's like, thank you for showing me exactly who you are on the first day, so I know not to come back. But you didn't think about the way you was going to act before you showed up and did this and did all this shit that's how I feel I'm just like why are you oh you want to do okay you want to do that that's cute and simply would leave but I feel oh my god my shit is like really juking but yeah I think those are like the major red flags for me personally that I look for um but you guys tell me what you think tell me what you think in the comments tell me what you think on instagram message me whatever i want to know what you guys think is a red flag on the first date but yeah with that being said it is time to move into the topic of the episode worst dating advice let's move on all right you guys so this week we're going to talk about the worst dating advice so I feel like we've all gotten advice before and have taken it and was like, this is the worst fucking advice someone could ever give me. And that's why I want to talk about it because I've gotten it, I've received it and it fucking didn't work. So we're going to just talk about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, number one, what, why not just jump right into it? Right. Number one, playing hard to get. I'm sorry. when I like somebody I can't help but to like want to get to know them I don't get the games I quite frankly think they're really really middle school and elementary I don't like playing hard to get I don't like knowing where I stand with you and I know you sure as hell don't want to know where you stand with me like of course don't give out all your cards at once because it has to be like a little mystery it has to be cute it has to be fun but don't play games with people like if you don't want to be played with don't play with other people period I just feel like Karma's a bitch. And if you want to play hard, like if you want to play hard to get with somebody, like if you don't fucking like them, then stop playing the fucking game. If you want them to text you back, set your boundary and be like, "You know what? Text me the fuck back or else." You know what I'm saying? Like clear and simple. Stop playing hard to get. I don't think it's cute. I hate when somebody texts you and they're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm super into you and all this and all that." And you're like, "Oh my god, same." Like you text back 15 seconds within the text message and within receiving that text message. And then all of a sudden, You have to wait three to four hours for a fucking response. I'm sorry. What earth do you live on? You're not doing shit. I know you don't work today, bitch. I know. (laughs) Did I just go super hard? Off the bat. My bad. (sighs) Nobody is talking about you. No. Okay. So when my man had COVID, right? We might as well just go ahead and tell the story. When my man had COVID, he basically was like, texting me or we snapped back and forth I know super high school but we snapped back and forth because we couldn't see each other for a while when I had just met him so we would snap back and forth every day say what we're doing whatever whatever so we could still see each other's face why didn't we FaceTime ask him he just felt like he was too sick to FaceTime and he looked like shit because he didn't get a a fresh cut within like what a month and a half so he just felt like shit so I was like whatever I can understand that if I feel like shit I'm not gonna want to get on camera either. So we used to snap back and forth, but here's the catch. We would snap back and forth, but yet he would do this whole three-hour game where he would make me wait three hours. And what was your reason for that? You gave me a reason. I just forget every time because I don't even want to think about it. I don't know. It was just some, y'all, it was clearly some lame-ass excuse to play hard to get with me because first of all if you know i'm sexy stop acting like you don't know that i'm sexy like people literally have the baddest bitch in front of their eyes and they think that they have the audacity to play games with us babe do you know who i am first of all like i was like i i told him this i kid you not i said i'm not gonna lie literally within two days if you didn't get it right, I was going to cut your ass off. In two days, he caught a negative, so here he is. <laughs> I didn't cut him off because he, he got it right, okay? He got it right, and he felt better, so obviously he answered me back. But I would ask him, like, why do you wait so long or whatever, whatever. I think you said that you felt like it was like we were um, not really going anywhere with the conversation because you would he would say, what are you doing? I'd respond what I'm doing, and then he'd ask me, oh, okay, what you doing right now? Like 12 minutes later, let's say if it was like, a, yeah, he couldn't see me. So he was just like, what the fuck do we talk about? Which is honestly like valid. But I'm thinking that he doesn't want to talk to me when he's really just like, honestly, I just don't want you to get bored. Like I'm literally doing nothing. I'm literally doing nothing. So every time you ask me, what are you doing? Or what am I doing? Or whatever, whatever. I literally just say like, you know, I'm laying in bed. Like every time I said, what are you doing? He said, I'm laying in bed. I was like, okay. I was like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going on, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And he had nothing he was doing because he had COVID. So that's a situation that's kind of um, unique. However, he was still playing with me. He could have just said that from the get-go. I think I mentioned it, though. I think I mentioned it to him, and he started responding to me, like, within – like, 30 minutes to an hour, because, like, he would be sidetracked, like, he would watch a video, which we all fall victim to, like, I'll see a message, and I won't respond, that's not me playing hard to get, it's just me forgetting that you texted me, you know what I'm saying, like, I even do that now, like, you'll do, like, the whole typing thing, and then I'm like, oh, shit, if you notice, every time you do that, I'm always, like, quick to respond, because I forget, I saw it, I forget, because I'm working, or what, doing whatever I'm doing, but, yeah, playing hard to get, I think, is the worst dating advice ever, like, literally they're trying to sabotage something good for you guys so whoever tells you that is literally so lame like don't take that advice that's all i have to say about that next point if they're an asshole because they like you bitch who are you talking to you know what i'm saying like don't sit here and disrespect me because you have this whole like ego game that you like to play another game like stop being an asshole to try to impress me again i'm literally rubies I'm literally jewelry that you can't afford. So stop acting like I'm earrings from Walmart. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Why are you looking at me like that? Oh my God, I cannot. Um, Yeah, like stop acting like I'm not that bitch. Like I need somebody who... Not like no sweet ass dude. And if you live in Houston, you know what that means. Like, don't be a sweet ass hoe. I'm just saying, like, do sweet things for me. Like, act sweet, especially when I first meet you. I don't want an asshole. Because quite frankly, we stumble across those hoes on accident. Okay? We think, oh, he's going to be so charming. He's going to be so this. And in person, you always, you like, oh, my gosh, why your hair look like that? Like, you know, like, just random shit. Why your nails so long? Oh, my gosh. Like, it just be like these little subtle things. You're like, I I don't know. I like my nails like that. The fuck? Like, don't nobody care what you think? Because in three months, you're going to be paying for these nails to come on. So stop. Stop playing these games with me. Like, don't don't accept the asshole phase. Like, honestly, if he's an asshole to try to impress you, check that shit. And he can be like, oh, okay, shit. Because they're used to being assholes with other bitches. Because a lot of other girls accept that shit. We don't do that on the Eye Candy podcast. My sweeties do not do that. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm getting a little aggressive. But it's because I really care about y'all. Like, I don't want to see an asshole who thinks that shit is cute. Because what the... F- you know what? I'm starting to speak out of emotion because... <laughs> Let me stop. Okay. Anyway. um, Maybe this is slightly toxic, though. I do have another point to make. But I like when people are an asshole to everybody else but me. Like I'm a princess and we go together real bad. (laughs) Like Carisha said, we go together real bad. So treat me like the princess that I am and treat everybody else like shit. (laughs) No, but I like when people like when they can hold their own in front of people. That's really what I'm that's the mature way of saying it. I like when people can hold their own in front of people and obviously take up for me. And if that's a little toxic then whatever. Like I need to see that you can rough a bitch up when time comes, when push comes to shove. You know what I'm saying? Obviously don't like don't encourage it, but you know what I mean? Like I need you to show up, okay? I just need a man to show up. So I do like when they're kind of like, "Oh yeah, chill, bro," or whatever whatever they got to say or whatever whatever. But I don't like when you're just an asshole just to be one. Like get over yourself. You're quite frankly not that cute. Um anyway, If he's still entertaining you and he's being mean to you, then he's just trying to hit and that's it. And don't let anybody else tell you otherwise. If he's just trying to be an asshole, he thinks he can play you. And that's just simply that. He thinks that this is a fucking game. We can go find your fucking game somewhere else because we're not going to play these here. So that's period, point blank. And I'm the type of girl where if you're an asshole, I can be a real big asshole back. So it's like fire and fire for me. We just, it doesn't mix. I'm an earth sign, but... Do I have, fun? I, I think I'm earth and I think I'm double earth and air, but there's a fire within me. Okay. Like in it, look, you don't want to see it. So that's how, you know, I'm an earth sign. Cause I don't like to show that side of me. I'm a real cool, calm and collected gal, but don't play with me and don't play with the girls period. We're not playing these games here. We're not doing it moving the fuck on because I could talk about that all day long. The third point I want to make of worst dating advice. If you really love someone, you'll stay with them no matter what happens. What? Bitch, if someone tells you this, they don't care about you nor do they want to see you happy. If if they're not playing their part, get your shit and go or tell them to get theirs and dip. I I don't understand this phrase. If you really love me, you no, cuz quite frankly, I love myself more i really do and y'all need to start loving yourselves a little bit more than y'all be showing to be honest y'all be accepting a little too much because if it was you he'd be out in Audi 5000 he would be so out so quick am i wrong oh he ain't even listening to me you know what that's fake as hell um yeah i know yes bro like you really have to like set that standard for yourself you know what i'm saying I'm all about leaving motherfuckers if there's no ring. If we're not married, (laughs) if we're not married, then we are not tied down. So if you want to play, like I said, if you're about the games, you can be about the game somewhere else. I'm not going to do this whole I'm going to accept this, accept that, accept this, accept that. And then when I do something and I try to, you know, obviously I'm not talking about cheating. Cause if we don't recover from that, that's just a no bro. That's a no go for me, but just something that can obviously be discussed and it's like shut down, then cool. Shut the whole shit down. We're done. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not what we're gonna do and i feel like as women since we're highly emotional creatures we always want to give people the benefit of the doubt and i feel like we've all fallen victim to that like i have too you know what i'm saying but like i said boundary setting is so important in a relationship at the beginning because when you set those standards for yourself there will be no question in the relationship and if there is you aren't listening (laughs) he's awesome i listen to you (laughs) No, but seriously, like, you guys have to set these boundaries in the beginning. Like, I love you again, but I love me more, and that will always remain the answer. That will just always be that. Love yourself enough to know your worth and dip when they're acting stupid. And that's just on that. Don't get me wrong, though. We're not all perfect, but pick and choose your battles wisely. Like, I always say, don't want to change for me, change for yourself. My mom used to tell me that at the end of the day, I want you to be better for you, And not just for me. Because if you're better for you, then everyone else gets to benefit off of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, none of us are perfect, but damn, try, bitch. Shit, I need to see some growth. If y'all love to stay stagnant, please, please stay over there. Because I am not with the stagnancy. I am always trying to up my game like I we're not perfect I'm look guys this is not a podcast where I'm saying like girls are perfect oh my gosh we do everything right but we're pretty damn close you know what I'm saying obviously we have some like tweaks and stuff we have bad attitudes and whatever whatever but at the end of the day like this isn't just a male shit show like I'm always looking at myself and that's what I want you guys to do before you check anybody else you got to check yourself and that's just period, point blank. Before I ever say something about somebody else, I'm always looking at myself first. So make sure you're checking yourself before you you have the audacity to check somebody else, is basically what I'm saying. But that's off that. Let's move over to the fourth point, the texting game. Wait X amount of minutes or hours to text back. Like I said, the games are fucking dead. If he's texting you back three hours in between every text message, that you guys send to each other a he's not into you b he could be busy there's always one of the two he's busy he forgets he sees it then he finally texts you back but who the fuck is that busy in their 20s like if you're a fucking d1 athlete maybe but that's like literally their best excuse i'm just at practice i'm just doing nobody gives a fuck about that if you really wanted to you fucking would bitch you fucking would okay he would and that's just point blank and simple i don't like the texting shit because i'm the type of girl like i will text back immediately because i'm not with the games i'll text back immediately if i notice a trend i'll be like bro how long are you gonna wait to text me back every you gonna wait to text me back every three hours every time i send a text back i could say oh yeah how was your day i don't get text back to the next morning 7 a.m first of all what the fuck are you doing up that early second of all take your ass to bed third of all the audacity you have to wait the audacity you have to text me that early in the morning when you know I'm asleep is disrespectful if this is an everyday thing and their responses you're getting back are dry and if they don't say like my bad or address what they're doing or saying that what they're doing like addressing that what they're doing is wrong and oh I'm doing xyz or whatever whatever then they're playing games with you Because if he's honestly busy, he can tell you exactly what he did within that time frame. Obviously not a whole fucking outline of his day, but like a gist of like, hey, I was doing this, I was doing that. That communication, basically. Communicate. If you're going to take long to text me back, communicate why. So we're both on the same page. I think that not everything is meant to be malicious the first time around. But when you see a pattern and somebody consistently doing shit, it's clear that he's trying to do it because A, there's probably another bitch. He's texting, period. He's texting that other bitch in the proper amount of time and you got to get the leftovers when he's not busy. I don't have time to even think about that. That's the thing. I don't even want to think that way. But look, it's happened to the best of us, okay? It's happened to the best of us. Dating is a game in general, but I'm not playing games when we're doing it, okay? I'm not doing it. Moving on. All right, point number five. Just wait for the moment and they'll come to you. By far the worst advice especially in 2020 for a woman to be told that you have to wait for a man to come up to you. I personally think it's super attractive when a woman shoots her shot and I think I'm not a man but I think it is attractive to men so I've heard. I I think it's really attractive when somebody knows what they want and they're not afraid to go get it. It's like anything else oops shit it's like anything else in life like when you're not afraid to like make your move on something, it's attractive. It shows confidence and it shows that you're not afraid to be bold and be direct. Believe it or not, like it is attractive to people. And it's totally normal to like go up to somebody and say, hey, can I get your number, or your Instagram or your whatever? I think you're attractive, period, point blank. I know it's all of our dreams to like get swooned up and contacted first. But like at the end of the day, that's not how everybody's love story works. You know what I mean? Like if I like somebody, I'm just going to go up to them. Obviously not in a relationship. But if I wasn't, I think now more than ever, I wouldn't be afraid to go up and make that move. You know what I'm saying? Do you think that's attractive for a girl to make the move first? It is. Why do you think it's attractive? That's So for some people, that's a good point. For some guys, like a lot of guys are used to being gone up to. And that's attractive to them. So they get used to, like, not making the move, which can be kind of annoying. But again, like, that's attractive. That's how they choose to meet their woman. Go up to them. Don't confuse it with desperation, though, because we're really direct as women, so we can come off kind of desperate at times. But if you're not desperate and you're just being direct and you're being yourself, don't be afraid to make that move. And if we have our eye on someone, they'll never know. Again, they'll never know about you unless you reach out and boom, you're their new eye candy. (laughs) You see what I did there? Eye candy. <laughs> Anywho, that's just quick and straight to the point. Don't wait for the moment for them to come up to you. Be that girl and go up to them. Fuck it. You only live once. If it doesn't work, fuck them. If it does work, good for you, girl. You're a bad bitch. Point number six and the last point of this week's episode is my favorite one. Because a lot of girls fall victim to this. Go here to find this type of man. Quote unquote type of man. I like the intention, don't get me wrong. I like the intention of going to seek out somebody, a type of man you want and you desire and you look for, but the only reason you're going to that particular place is because you heard a rich man with a G-Wagon is there. I think that's terrible intention, especially if you're trying to get into something serious and find something serious. How do you think you're going to find something serious if your whole intention was to find somebody who makes more money than you or drives this type of car or whatever, whatever? Like, that to me is not cute. Like, if you're that bitch, you don't have to go somewhere to look for that. If you just so happen to be in that space, then boom, you got it. That's different. But if you're literally going somewhere to find that, to me, it just doesn't add up and it doesn't make enough sense to me. First off, like Cher said, we are the rich men. So period. Don't look for one. You are that. But babe, act like you've fucking been here. If you walk into a space looking like the oddball, looking like you're looking for rich men, looking like you've never, ever gotten the attention from one, and even if you haven't, like you couldn't, you look out of place. And we don't wanna look out of place. Act like you've already been in in the room before. Act like you've already showed up in these rooms before. And that's why this week's episode is called Act Like You've Been Here, period. We put men with money on this pedestal, and I mean for a good reason. You work hard, you make money, so go off, do what you do, but let's be real. They're just as bad as the rest of them out here. They're not any better than any of them, if not worse. Okay, cool. So you want to be a housewife and you don't give a fuck if he does this or does that. That's your business. But if you're looking for something serious, if you're looking to be just more than someone that's just asking for money and your dude is just a piggy bank, you have to stop acting like you have to go to the, the bar on a Wednesday to go find a dude. That's just not what we're doing, love. We're not doing that. We're too pretty, we're too sexy, and we already have that rich mindset. We don't need to go find someone else. Granted, we like I said, realistically, we all want that. But how the fuck are you gonna go somewhere and be like, oh, this is exactly what I'm looking for? Da da da, like that. It just doesn't make any sense. The girls that show up in those spaces, some of the IG models on here, beautiful girls, the ones that show up there looking for somebody with a bag, do they ever get wiped up? No, they become somebody's baby mama, and that's that. Again, their business, but. That's not what I'm looking for. Of course, like I said, we all want that narrative, but how the fuck are you gonna show up in a room on a Tuesday night and be like, oh, all the dudes with money are here. One of them's gonna be my man. Like, your intentions are not pure, so you're not going to have a pure relationship. Karma's a bitch. It's gonna hit you faster than you saw it, okay? At the end of the day, though, we're all doing our best. And maybe all this advice has worked for you in the past. But there's no better way to find a man than to realize the woman you are first you have to realize who you are you have to figure yourself out in order to be better for somebody and to order to really find that person show up as that bitch because you are and that's it that's the mic drop right fucking there but yeah guys that's all i had for you guys this week there's tons of worst advice that i'm sure you guys have heard Please, please, please let me know any other advice that you guys have heard. I think that'll be fun to listen to. But for right now, that's it, and we're gonna wrap up the show. All right, you guys, it is time for the bittersweet moment of the show. We are wrapping it up for the week. This is episode 10. I obviously enjoy talking to you guys. This is so much fun to do this for an hour. Hopefully you guys enjoyed a little peace hour of your day where I just talk my shit, talk about pop culture, and tell you a little bit about life and dating in your 20s. Again, you guys know where to find me at this point. My Instagram is iicandypodcast. My Gmail is iicandypodcast at gmail.com for any questions, crazy stories, or feedback. And you can, of course, run in anonymous if you want me to say something on the mic. I actually got um, in an email from somebody, which was really fun. And then I'm seeing a lot of comments on my Instagram. I obviously get comments on my um, YouTube channel. So I guess it makes no sense to say it towards the end of the episode, but I have no video content. And let me tell you what happened. Because if a lot of you guys are wondering, you said you had a video, said you had a video. If you make it to the end, you know why. If you don't, you're gonna keep wondering. But basically, I had a video, but it echoed. And there was no way for me to remove the echo. Perfect video content, you guys see me talk. That's why throughout this episode, you just hear me flow. Because I flow so much better when I'm just on a mic in front of a camera which at first I thought was going to be a little hard and was a little daunting, but it was easier than I thought. So there's no video for this week. I'm going to figure out the whole audio issue so you guys don't hear any um, feedback or echoing. But for now, you guys can hear my wonderful voice on the mic and on every platform that you can hear a podcast. My personal Instagram is at xlondon, but I really want you guys to follow at IDCandyPodcast on Instagram. Oh, I have a Pinterest account. It is iCandy Podcast. Duh. Literally, my handle is everywhere. I have a TikTok. If you ever want to find me, it is literally at iCandy Podcast. That is my handle everywhere you are. Okay. I don't know where I was going. <laughs> that was my handle everywhere. Thank you guys for listening to episode 10 of the iCandy Podcast. I am your host, Glenn Malay, And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.